0: Dead air. Oh my Last god. Last take. Hello and welcome to episode three of Degrass Next Class, where we're gonna be talking about season three, episode two of Degrassi Next Class, which is available now on Netflix. And joining me today is my good friend and um um Joel Pickford. Anyway, Anyway. Uh, yeah, so, Joel, anyway. mm-hmm. thanks for joining me.
1: Well, thank anyway. you for having me. Yeah, you know, <laughs> let's go over this again one more time. All right. No. but, um, so, yeah, this was an episode I actually hadn't seen before. It's a banger. Before, before last night. Yeah, there's a, it feels like one of those episodes of Game of Thrones where there's, like, a lot of stuff that happens but, like, no battle scenes. Yeah, yeah. And so there's, a, I think, a, a fair amount to talk about. but.
0: Yeah, I mean, the biggest difference between this show and Game of Thrones being this show's actually good. Yeah, and the sex is just as kinky. <laughs> uh, You know, it's like, Zig's like, oh, I gotta get to class and take my math quiz or whatever. And, uh, yeah, and- Esme's like, uh, no, you don't. Like, you can hang out with me. And she's, he's like, well, what are we gonna do? And she's like... You know, guess you know that's not what she says. She, she says, says use, use your, your imagination. imagination. There we go. I was going for brevity, but aren't you I supposed see to have this all written down, down too? Yeah. Anyway, I, part of my process for preparing for these episodes, is I watch the episode and I write the entire script out by hand. By hand in yeah. my unusable, god-awful chicken scratch.
1: But as uh, Jonah, in the next scene, so um, eloquently puts it, uh, so she goes down on him.
0: Yeah. So she goes. So she went down on you? Yeah. Something like that. Oh, so
1: she went down on oh, you. Oh, she, she we down It's a you? very judgmental
0: way of him yeah. to say it also. Not a big surprise from Jonah. I think no. we'll get to that again later in the episode as we talk more all. about this. He, he... Yeah. The,
1: what's kind of weird is like, um, so we have this scene where uh, Esme sort of starts coming on to Zig while he's mm-hmm. trying to study for this makeup exam he gets to take. Yeah. Through, I guess, sheer charisma.
0: Yeah, he, like, doesn't go to class because he's getting a blowy in the parking lot. And yeah. then he's like, oh, maybe my teacher will give me a b- well, He probably a just b- said
1: that to the teacher and then they up. I was getting up. blown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, all right, son. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, he's there. She's coming in, trying to distract him. He tries to, to sort of tell her to go away, more or less. Right. And then she's like, well, I'm good at math. Like, I'll help you. And then we have this scene where... <laughs> Uh, I think she legitimately is doing a good job, like tutoring him. Yeah, she's like, brilliant. He's getting it. She's good at getting through to him. Yeah, she's interesting because I, your inclination, I think, is to read every scene with Esme as pure chicanery.
0: No, but you see a couple times in this episode, it definitely seems like she's at least the way that she's being presented. Yeah, and they, she's like one of the. She's not one of these actors in the where they're so bad you can't tell what's supposed to be happening. That's true. She's able to usually she's convey. She's good. She's solid. Yeah. So. Um, I think that there were a couple scenes in this episode where you definitely, it definitely seemed like she actually likes Dick.
1: Yeah, it's sort of a humanizing episode for her that simultaneously because Degrassi is tonally uh, inconsistent as all get out, uh, <laughs> makes her look like a cartoon movie psycho villain also. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they're doing that. Yeah. She's tutoring him and then she like snoops on his phone. Right. Yeah. So she can't help herself. Yeah. This is where really pop
0: off. Yeah. Well. Yeah. You know. So she's she's tutoring him. I think I think what happens the way that it looked when she's working the phone because I I looked very closely. I'm specially trained to analyze these situations. Yeah. 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 So um, she was. It looked like he got a text, probably one of these offensive texts. Yeah. And then she read it, and then she goes storming out of the room, and he's he finishes the problem, he solves Mm -hmm. her ex or whatever. And then he looks around and she's gone, and then it cuts to them in the hallway. She's furious. Yeah. And she's like, I can't believe how you talk about me with your friends. And he's like, Come on, I'm sorry. And so she reads some of the texts. Yeah. That and I have them here. I, I mean, got
1: I, I was amazed you went that trill with it there. Oh yeah. 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 I the see this is why I like being on this because I get to hear you like talk through all the Degrassi dialogue. Yeah. You really only do like the two voices I think you should diversify this is what I'm saying
0: (laughs) I'm not a very talented actor
1: but uh, yeah (laughs) you know that she's discovered his uh, his bro group text yeah Uh, you've got him written down I've got
0: written down yeah absolutely he goes Jonah who you know our favorite character of course he's being a gallant young man like he always does so Jonas Jonas said make sure you get her the jumbo slurpee because she's thirsty which is the kind of wit that Jonah thinks is cutting. Yeah, that's funny. When in yeah. reality, he...
1: I could have written
0: and I'm stupid <laughs> as hell. So. Yeah. Well, that's even, I mean, it's what Tiny is even lamer, though. He says, are you studying or hanging out with Easy Esme again? Which I guess is like a play on Easy A. Like, is that the, I mean. I guess so. Or is he just calling her Easy
1: You know, it's a a simpler nickname from a
0: simpler time, I think. Yeah. You know,
1: that's the sort of nickname you would have given somebody at like the sock hop in the 50s.
0: And of course, in Canada, they're just getting things like sock hops up there. Yeah. Yeah. They're called uh, stocking jumps, though. (laughs) (laughs) And then Zig says, he's like, well, I didn't write those. And she says, no, but you did write this one. And he said, Zig said, hey, as long as I don't wife her, what's wrong with a little extra third base action? A little
1: extra third base action. A little action.
0: extra third base action.
1: So I think she's justified in being pretty angry in this scene. Absolutely. That's all some bullshit
0: out of the boys.
1: Um, unfortunately, guess who gets dragged back into this whole thing? This one you set me up for. Yeah, couldn't figure
0: it out in time. This is a favorite of ours. Joel and I have kept a very good, very close eye on this situation, and we were watching with uh, with Jesse as well. And he he called it immediately. When I was like, "Guess who? Guess who this is about to come down on?" And Jesse was immediately like, "Winston." Yeah. Poor,
1: unfortunate Winston.
0: Always Winston.
1: Wanders into the crossfire and gets his head blown clear off.
0: Yeah, I mean we've been. That's actually what happens. <laughs> Spoiler guys, he gets sniped. It gets 360 no by Esme's uh It's by the gamer club kids. Oh yeah the kid Hunter Hollingsworth no But no, him. basically she goes you know, she does the thing where you know Zig's like, It's just you know, you sometimes you do stuff other girls wouldn't do. And slut she's like, her. uh yeah. And she's like, Oh, so I'm a slut? Yeah. Like, I'll show you a slut. Like, watch this. And then she goes and grabs Winston. And is like grabbing at his belt and stuff, and is like, yeah. oh, I'll do and it the right show has
1: done work making us convinced that you must be depraved if you're actually gonna like, you know, hook up with Winston because he's yeah. just been taking, <laughs> as you say, taking L's left and right. Yeah, honestly. So this, it's really illustrative. Anyway, um, I kind of forget. We're, we're
0: well, that's seen... when no, so so they have to run that, out that right after fight her, and he runs out after her, and, he, he, catches her and he, he catches up with her in the parking lot, and he sort of grabs her by the arm, you know. And he's like, Hey, I'm sorry, like, I really shouldn't have done that. And he's like, He was
1: like, I shouldn't have let them say that,
0: those yeah, things about her. She's you. like, I don't care what they say, Zig, I care what you say, Zig. How's that? A new voice, sounds good. good, yeah. All right, and uh, so she's like, I don't care, you know, and he's like, Well, you know, blah blah blah, and she's like. I care what you say, and what are you going to say when they start saying, this is my favorite. Yeah, this is this a great is where quote. You really this one see. you got to get verbatim. This is, do, okay, do a good I, voice this I, time. I've, I've got it. Um, sorry, just a second. So she goes, this is where you really see that she's going to make a great joker. Yeah. Um, she goes up to him, gets up real close, and she says, what happens when people start saying other stuff? Darker stuff. Stuff that might be true.
1: Yeah. You need a bigger beat there. All right, when they again. say other stuff, darker stuff, stuff that might be true. That's you know. Well, I'll just we'll just keep that. Yeah, there keep that one. All right, cool. But uh, it's great. Yeah, and so that is a mysterious line. Yeah, it I, is. As an uh, an audience member, I immediately yeah. I set up. I it's outrageous,
0: and so and then she delivers. Baby. And then she immediately delivers because she well first she goes. Uh, did you know i've been in, in and out of therapy since i was like 10 or whatever and he's like oh you know big deal she's like because my mom killed herself and i found her yeah and, and maybe i took too long to call nine one one, or maybe i shook her the wrong way but after a couple weeks she died yeah so that's the bombshell that's, of the episode and that's a bombshell i mean that's that's heavy and it's, it's- and then, so then Zig, you know, it's like they're sharing tit for tat. They're having this open moment. They're coming together. Yeah, emotional diarrhea. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so then he's like, Well, you know, I got problems too. Yeah. And she's like, Yeah, like what? And he says something, you know, he's like, I fight with my parents all the time too. He's like, They kicked me out for selling drugs, hanging with guys who had guns, endangering my little brother. I'm on probation for another year and I live in a group home.
1: The thing is, is like Esme's revelation, as ridiculous as it is, is fun from a plot perspective because it provides you with it, not only with information about her character, but avenues to explore that further. Right. Like, you right. know, that's like Chekhov's dead mom. When you mention it, like, it's <laughs> got to come up later. Yeah, yeah, Um Whereas Zig's thing is just like... There's nothing there, which is why it doesn't matter at all, sort of.
0: You yeah. Know? Well, it's like, because there's, like, sort of, you can, like, there's character development, which is good and important, and then there's just sticking stuff onto characters because you need yeah. to.
1: It's like filling in a bio on, yeah. like, a RPG character sheet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's arbitrary, and you just put mm-hmm. it together, and it's there, and you can use that to inform what happens next, but there's no real sense that... It exists. Well, maybe
1: they'll do like a ten years later thing, and he'll be like running a group home or something. Yeah, I guess that would be sufficient
0: payoff. Then I would say, okay, this line of dialogue is justified. (laughs) (laughs) Then Then and only then, I would go back into my notes. I would open up season three, episode two. I would go find the part where I marked that dialogue in red and replace it with green. I'd be good with it. Yeah, yeah. So
1: catch up with me in ten years, and we'll see how I feel about it then.
0: Okay, that's fair. That's fair. But that's I mean that's pretty much what happens with yeah. those guys. And then yes. they embrace
1: and then we get a look at Esme over his shoulder and it's like Yeah, immediately you see she's calculating how she can use that information. So oh, I yeah. guess maybe I'm being unfair, but it's still through the lens of Esme. That's yeah, maybe all
0: in the uh, maybe in the ten year reunion Esme will be like uh doing like a hostile takeover of his like group home to have it like torn down and developed into like a strip mall or something. Yeah. Yeah. That could be it. I I just want to see
1: her get more work You know Anyway, get us in the writer's room So let's get into the
0: Maya stuff Alright So first of all I hate this storyline Yeah, first of all yeah, Maya Matlin is boring um, it's been done a lot of times before. It's fair if you're doing a show about teens, you have to do some spend some time covering listless, depressed kids because yeah, I was that at that age, and a lot of people were that at that age, so it makes sense. But it's it's boring, and she's she doesn't really she, well, doesn't, like, add, like she doesn't she doesn't bring that much to the yeah, table. Yeah, she doesn't with it.
1: really have very much charisma. Is the unfortunate part? Yeah, we're meant to it's, like it's the boring, show presents yeah. her to us like she's the one. Like with
0: that, you want to be watching, and it's like that's not true at all. Well, I think they sort. I it's it sort of seems like they uh, tried that more in the first couple seasons. They might have had more faith in Maya Matlin, and then just sort of like as it played out, just saw that like she's much less compelling than Lola and Esme. Yeah, and a couple others. She's pretty high on the list because there's not that many compelling characters. But she's also pretty. She's pretty low on the list of people they've actually tried to present yeah. as like but you
1: know what i find like coma tristan more compelling than i find Maya matlin well
0: coma tristan's incredible and post coma tristan is even better is unbelievable but that's season four and as far as our listeners know that doesn't even exist yet because yeah. i haven't mentioned it on the podcast this, and this is the, this is the only place i've get ever been news. on a podcast <laughs> yes right now yes wow
1: but um uh, Maya has been feeling depressed and whatnot after the bus crash where she broke both of her wrists, I suppose, over mm-hmm. the summer. Yeah. And so it's the first week of school. She's been sleeping through school, like not going. I guess she's missed almost the, the, the like, whole first week pretty much. Mm-hmm. And uh, she finally goes because her uh, cr- crutched mom.
0: Yeah, that's another Degrassi Gives her moment. Some tough love. That's a great Degrassi moment where you're seeing you see Maya Matlin in bed, depressed, and her mom's talking to her. She's like you got to come to school. Like you never go to school, and you're like, wow, it's, she's depressed. And then her mom's on crutches. and it's like, of course, there's always a yeah. There's always a second level of like intrigue.
1: But we'd seen her mom before, had we not?
0: I think so. You're right. But yeah. You know, I just feel like my point stands.
1: Either way, I'm right. She. It's the combination of that guilt tripping mm-hmm. and. Uh, Grace and Jonah Oh yes Who have a oh, music God, project yes. that they need her help on Urgently Yeah, Something this good cannot wait The public must hear it
0: Yeah cause they're working This was in episode one They're working on um, A musical about the bus crash
1: uh, It's not a musical At this point it was a track And I quote Jonah says We're thinking of making a full rock opera which okay. is exactly the kind of dumb shit idea Jonah would come <laughs> up with there.
0: No, so, people love rock. They've never loved rock operas rock, rock more. You know, there's this
1: tragedy at school that affected a bunch of people that we knew, and it's really bumming everybody out. My instinct is to make a rock opera
0: about it. He's stuck in that like one month where American Idiot was like the biggest rock album. Exactly. Like that's him. That's spot that's, on. Like yeah. That's, yeah. Jesus
1: Christ, that—that's <laughs> an America I don't want to live in, and yeah. I'm sorry to to realize that there are children in Canada who still have to <laughs> suffer with that. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. But uh, either way, they're trying to recruit my uh, just you know, just write the lyrics to this song, right? Which sounds like a Rammstein version version of the Wheels on the Bus.
0: Yeah, it's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just this like. Super generic. Uh, you should see if you can play a clip. I, w- I will play it. I I have the MP3. Good. So, I mean, we won't waste too much time describing it, but it's certainly.
1: Just... It's yeah. Ra- I was sorry. I was just thinking about the uh, lyrics that we see her writing. Yeah, the, and it's uh, she. She shows some good self awareness in not uh, actually scribbling all that out because they are fucking awful.
0: The guardrail should have stopped us.
1: Yeah, that's how you open your song. It's
0: also a lot though for somebody who has like been struggling writing music and hasn't been doing it to like be like, oh well, you know, this should be a breeze. Just like write some lyrics to like. This that's just like
1: Yeah. I love that he that he says that they created all the crash sounds from scratch. That's These so artisanal. Crazy. Cr- <laughs> like, yeah. He says
0: he said we just smashed some stuff together and recorded it. And the sounds are like all just like cars careening and like smashing into brick walls and shit.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well they've got a pretty he's got a pretty advanced Foley studio in his basement. I fucking hate that guy. You Jonas should hear his worst. footstep work. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Spot on. I'll be where are you going now?
0: But anyway, so I wrote it down because she goes, Maya goes to the gu- guidance counselor and she says, uh, she's like, so what do you, you know, what's so stressful for you? And she's like, uh, university applications, homework, so much homework. Wow. So much homework. I have all these texts I have to respond to. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, to be fair, uh, yeah, I get that. Yeah, I think it, I mean it like it makes us, you know, it makes sense, but that doesn't make it good television. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's true. But uh you know, I I also sometimes feel like you're drowning in water and being dragged deeper and yeah. deeper and there's no way that I can get to the surface.
0: Yeah, there's a moment where she starts accidentally speaking in song lyrics like it's Yeah, but she doesn't write them down. She doesn't write them, Yeah, see she that could have been I w- oh man that would have been a clever thing As a for a songwriter to myself do. You would have written loyal royal listeners
1: I tell you I keep a notepad on me at all times when inspiration strikes you never know where you're where you're going to be
0: yeah you might be at the coach. hockey coaches yeah you could be at the guys You guidance could be in Courses. the bathroom
1: <laughs> you could be cruising down the highway in the summer sunset
0: no matter what you got to drop everything and write that shit down
1: it's hard when you're driving but yeah but... anyway Um, so she hands her a big fat fucking stack of college brochures. Yeah. Which is like also weird to me. Like, I feel like I didn't really look at brochures. I went on the internet and we get a beautiful, we get this beautiful (laughs) moment where she's on the, I think it's like the, like Southern California, like SoCal. CalArts. CalArts, yeah. That's what she's all about. Oh, yeah. She opens up the CalArts website and it just watches a video of a guy playing a drum solo for a little bit. The top third of the website.
0: Like, there's like a banner on the website that's just an auto playing video of a dude playing, like, drums. Yeah. Incredible. And she's like, I'm
1: convinced. Yeah, that's it. They got drummers there. That dude shreds. If I want to be successful like him, I've got to go to here's well, it, Caltech? Cal Arts. Cal
0: Arts. Cal, Cal Arts. That's where to... she needs to go, I think. You think so? No. You see more of a STEM kind of thing yeah. in the future? That's the advice I would have given her as yeah. the hockey coach. Learn to code. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> go hang out with the vloggers. Yeah.
0: They seem cool. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, that's the thing that really bothers me, I think, oh, but, about Maya. Yeah. And, like, it's not that Maya is boring. It's just that, like, the show treats her in
0: a way that is totally unearned by the character. Well, that's the thing. It's the same thing as Jonah. Yeah. So that was my point I was getting at, is that there's at most like two and a half characters with any sort of perspective. So when the writers choose a character to pretend like they have it, it's infuriating. Yeah. And they did that with Jonah big time, and they do it with Maya, and it's a disaster. Yeah. But
1: Jonah, I think, is also relegated to sort of more the, you know, the lower mid tier characters and the show <coughs> wants us to believe that Maya Matlin, at least through the early seasons, yeah tier is one like operator. tier one female yeah. lead, yeah, like fuck that, no, that is a weak ass character, that's you, true. You heard it here, folks,
0: yeah, we should do power rankings that was a good idea, but
1: uh, <laughs> uh but either way, um, yeah, she drops some wisdom all over his ass, and he's like, okay, thank you. And then Grace, uh, Grace and Jonah come in and basically like take all the pressure off of her. Yeah, they're like, okay, like don't worry about it. Like, just—I right. mean, they kind of do. They're—they're in the like, all the people at DeGrassi are such workhorses. Where it's just like, all right, take the night off, like from <laughs> writing this music for our fucking rock opera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. Go get some shit. She's like doing college applications and they're like, Oh, okay. Like yeah. yeah you're what? right. Fuck our rock opera. Yeah. Do your, your do your applications. Fuck my we high don't school mind. buddies. Yeah. Just take tonight. You know, tomorrow we'll come back, we'll yeah. do the rock opera thing. Yeah. So I guess it's only a brief reprieve from that fucking death sentence. It's a career death sentence if you start writing a rock opera about a school bus crash. That makes sense to me. I feel like it probably should be. Either way. You think, so they're essentially, they're trying to let her off the hook. Right. And then at the end of the episode, she's at home in the bathtub uh-huh. reading, you know, literature, college yeah. literature. And then she decides to <laughs> recreate the No Surprises music video <laughs> for like 15 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Which, the Which show is per- like trying to give us a lot of
0: gravitas, but it's like,
1: yeah, it's it's pretty bad.
0: It's very bad. So what Joel is is alluding to, for those who don't know the No Surprises video... They all know. I is know that, you know. Uh, is that at the end of the episode, Maya gets into the bathtub... And submerges herself completely with her head underwater and her hair fanning out like some sort of ethereal mer-creature. Mm. <laughs> <All right. laughs>
1: but, uh... It's, it's, again, like, the show is so tonally inconsistent that when it swings for the fences, like, trying to get this big, like, meaningful, emotional moment to close the episode on. Yeah. First of all, there's, like, no momentum building it into it because, right. like, as far as the show is concerned, they've just let her off the hook. So in a sort of way, I think they're trying to get at that, like, even with that pressure gone, like, it's not actually about that. It's, that's not how depression well, works, per se. Yeah, It's not just like checking stuff off right. of a list and you're going to be better. I get that maybe they're trying to say that, right. but it's so clumsy. They don't do any of that legwork. So all I'm left with is assuming that I'm supposed to think this is an important... I guess it is, but it just doesn't have any oomph to it. It's very right. lifeless.
0: Which is another reason that Joel should be in the writer's room.
1: I don't know. The more I think about Maya's storyline, the more pissed off I'm getting... <laughs> But, yeah. you know, they end the episode on it because it's supposed to be, like, a slammer. And I can't care way more about Esme admitting that she may or may not have
0: contributed to her mom's death. Right. And, like, that actually has yeah. some stakes. Yeah, it does. And, like, they just drop it in the middle. Like, it's just, like, dro- I mean, and they drop it going forward, too. But they just, like, it's, she just, like, throws that out there. And then, like, every, like, Maya Matlin thing is, like, scenes are all centered around her just being, like, I don't want to wake up.
1: Yeah, it's
0: like okay. I mean,
1: uh, okay. (laughs) She's like, uh, it's just, uh, it's just edgy, you know. Yeah. Like, and when I can feel that you're trying to prick me in that way, like,
0: uh, (laughs) that dog. I don't like to get pricked in that way. (laughs) Okay. Just don't tell me you're gonna do it at the very least.
1: Um. So I overall, I give that arc of the episode like uh, D. I was gonna go with F but I think I'm just too riled up. I'm trying to come back.
0: I give it, I give it a D plus. <laughs> just the price is it's right. It's not you. the price is right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what about the first storyline? What do you give for the... Uh,
1: what do I give for Esme Zig? Esme
0: Zig. That's got to be at least a B.
1: Yeah, I would go as high as B+. Plus. <laughs> yeah. I think you get minus points for Zig being there at all. Like yeah. He's fine, but like... I don't know. I guess he makes a good plaything for Esme. You yeah, know? he's kind of fun to bat around, <laughs> like a bag full of catnip. Mm. So mm. I would give it a B plus. It's also she doesn't do anything truly villainous. Yeah, you just hint at some. So of that the would villainy. be an A. Yeah, for me it's yeah. like this is this is like one of the episodes where like Cersei says some really evil shit to somebody in Game of Thrones. Yeah, but not one where she just like. Has people killed or blows right. up a city.
0: Right, okay.
1: You okay. know? Yeah,
0: that's so, well, so, so. it's the, the last one is that the slash um, The all inclusive. They've been running it. Yeah, they've been running a um, YouTube channel called the All-Inclusive News and Reviews Blog. (laughs) And so, uh, they have Hunter. You've got Hunter. He does uh, comics. He reviews comics. Yeah. Yeah, L uh, does games. L does games. Uh, And then... Baza I don't. The other two
1: guys is like their window dressing. Yeah, those guys are. As we mentioned earlier, I don't recall ever having seen them do either of these things. Yeah, so that's basically that's that's a whole other podcast. So let's uh, let's run people through it. What's the central conflict? So the problem
0: here is that. Yael does uh, game reviews, but they have noticed that their traffic is not as good as they would like it to be on the all-inclusive news and reviews blog, which is shocking because it's all-inclusive. Yeah, everybody and, should be listening. Yeah, it seems like it's right in the name. Um, and so, she, they, they, So yeah, their traffic is low, and they, they do the metrics, and they find that it's in part because they have a 90% male viewership. And so Yale says like that's impossible. Girls want video game reviews too. And they're like, well, maybe, but like we gotta get them over here first. And so they, you know, the, the mm-hmm. three business geniuses come up with the plan that she yeah. do. They're makeup like reviews. combo Zuckerberg Winklefie twins. <laughs> yeah. If you had invented makeup reviews, you would have invented makeup reviews. <laughs> so they make Yale do um, makeup reviews, even though she's like insanely uncomfortable doing it. Does not like doing it. And so they bring in. like
1: a newsroom moment.
0: Yeah, well, so they bring in Lola because if you need to get something done around here, you you bring in Lola. The most productive character on the show. Absolutely. So they bring her in and she, like, tutors her, gets her up to speed a little bit on, like, how to do this and that in the makeup realm. So she starts out showing them how to do, like, sparkles on the nails and all that. Yeah. She
1: makes one mistake and just immediately rage quits.
0: Yeah, she rage quits. I imagine
1: she's not, like, really the best multiplayer gamer just based on her volatility
0: yeah she snapped quick the head games would be too strong yeah. she wouldn't be ready for a dark souls level. no definitely not a souls not an amazing not not a yeah not a Soul.
1: Series in general, and we mentioned that there was one later in the episode. They cut right out of her rant when she's going off about the patriarchy and the sort of uh,
0: difficulties around women can't get ahead because they have to do two hours of makeup in the morning. And yeah, I mean things. it's
1: very surface level. She's getting into
0: it though, right. and then
1: they just immediately smash cut from that into I don't even fucking know what, like nothing of import. I'm pretty sure.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, because that's like, yeah, at the end, she's going like, yeah, it it cuts as she goes. She says something like, it's just for stupid girls who like this stuff. As that line is delivered, it cuts to just a a shot of a hallway. Yeah. And then Esme walks into the hallway. Exactly.
1: And then they just pick it up, the next scene, and keep going.
0: And every time I've watched it, I think at first, like, oh, they're trying to make a point. But then I realize immediately that they're not. They're not making a point. There's no device being used to make bridge the
1: transition
0: dude just didn't drag the clip out far enough (laughs) in premiere basically that's like what happened
1: yeah it was very sloppy yeah the difficulty comes in that like you can sell me that like these sort of half-baked versions of uh, progressive or regressive ideologies on either side I suppose are uh, in keeping with these characters being high schoolers who don't know any better. Right. The difficulty is that the show doesn't give me any faith that the writers know any better either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know.
0: <laughs> it's no freaks and geeks.
1: Yeah, well, it's just... Uh, that's where the, it's awkward that they even talk about this stuff sometimes. Yeah, cause yeah, yeah.
0: Some of it you just think they should have left that alone. It's like you don't, you don't have the... Yeah, you haven't earned it at all. Yeah, you haven't earned it. I mean, that's the phrase that we've come back to. And I and the two that I did with Fink before this like come back to so often is unearned. <laughs> and yeah, it's it's just like that is. But so to, much the show is.
1: But yeah, basically that puts her on the rocks with Lola. Yeah. So
0: Lola. Yeah, Lola's like you know she. I think she asks what is it?
1: I, she asks for a pen. She asks for a
0: pen, and Lola's like, "Aren't you scared? I might like give
1: you a banana." Yeah, because I don't know a what weird, a pen is.
0: Yeah. Like, well, it's yeah. I don't know about that one. <laughs> That's not great, but uh, because she's offended because she thought the video implied that you know that she that, was stupid. Yeah, thought that girls who use makeup are stupid, and I think Frankie also says something. To yeah, a similar they effect. they
1: not pile on a little bit.
0: Yeah, they say she says like something like you're setting women back, and she says like I'm trying to protect women, and they kind of go back and forth, and then she's like you only put that stuff on so that guys look at you. And Frank is like, I wish they wouldn't actually, like I have a boyfriend and like, they kind of, so yeah. then Yael has this Ooh, moment of like, Oh wow. Chicken. Maybe some like, you know, maybe they do just like wearing makeup and they actually enjoy it. And well, yeah, I don't fucking know.
1: This show is ultimately like, I think always striving to, to give its characters self empowerment. Like yeah. that's what it wants. It wants them to actualize it and to think about it. I suppose. Yeah. Maybe. But, uh, you know, it's interesting when you have like, characters like Frankie and Lola chiming in there because it's, like, clearly they, they've thought about it, but as far as they can express it, it's like, well, I like it, so. Eh.
0: Yeah. No, that's exactly right. I mean, it's... But
1: then it's everybody learns a yeah. little bit, and we get a nice resolution. Yell kind of rec- recognizes that maybe she went overboard.
0: Yeah, they do. They come to the understanding that... They will have makeup content on the vlog, but Lola will be producing it. Yeah, because she's just got a variety of Enterprises running now. Yeah, and and everybody likes her. Yeah. And you know what doesn't really happen is there's no, like, holding the dudes to account for the, like, you're the girl and you're going to do the makeup. And she's like, I don't know how to... Th-. Like, this is all their fault. Yeah. And, like, but at the end, it's like, well, yeah, well, fixed it. <laughs> There's well, no, like... They do I'm not the saying moment, they have to be, like, They have like, the played, moment but... when they
1: bring it up to her for the first time, and she basically makes a crack towards, uh... Hunter. No. Does. It Who's the kid with the crazy haircut?
0: The crazy haircut?
1: He does the song parodies. Where... Oh, fuck. I can't...
0: I can't... Raj... Raj...
1: No, Raj is the other kid. That's I don't remember. Either way. It's not PG. a good look. They uh they ask him to, she immediately kinda like asks him to do it. Yeah. And they they imply that there's some reason that she has to do it, like that the metrics bear out that they won't listen to Oh, yeah, to. they
0: totally do, yeah. Which I, I guess big maybe data, is true. Man. You can't, the data are telling us. Yeah. I guess yeah. they're the real heroes of the show. I guess all. so, yeah. Finally, some smooth talking algorithmists. But uh, I guess that's how they sidestep any blame there. That's true, yeah. The numbers Fuck, made us. That's twisted. That is twisted.
1: Damn Silicon Valley guy. I know, they should hang out with that world.
0: Google guy who got fired
1: they probably would they probably yeah. chat in right.
0: the future when we do well yeah so what uh what grade do you think would you give it
1: oh I'm giving them grades now
0: I don't know I'm just making shit up
1: shit I would give it like a like a B minus maybe yeah if I put it there yeah uh, well, the, too much Maya for me is really that's fair It drags. but I mean the, the music is a really choice moment as yeah. far as I'm concerned getting to hear that almost makes that whole storyline worth it yeah but the rest of it
0: oh, it's, a slog. Oh, it's a slog yeah i i think that's fair so, i think uh yeah. i think i would continue the proud tradition of us prices writing each other on these grades and give it a solid b okay because um god damn it this yeah. is why i didn't want to do the grades well you never you told me. you never told me you didn't want to do you should have done the great you first. never told me you didn't want to do the grades you never said that
1: you sprung it on me.
0: Okay. Uh, where's your producer? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I talk to that guy. Anyway, I thought it was a good episode. I thought it was, uh, like you mm-hmm. said, I mean, it, it moves along. Maya sucks. Maya's, you know, going to suck. But, but I, think I that- happen to know,
1: audience, mm-hmm. spo- spoilers, not real spoilers, but I happen to know that, uh, you know, this season gets more right. interesting as it goes on, Spoiler. as I think they all tend to do. Yeah, they, use, But we're I headed mean, for good stuff. This is a good, good setup episode.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Seven, a lot of Which is what you want out of episode two? Absolutely, it's a classic mm-hmm. episode. Yeah, you
1: bring in, you bring in the heat. Episode three, yeah. just like when they killed Jeffrey. No. Uh,
0: when was episode three? I don't know. I'm pretty I sure. What, what yeah, was right. episode three of season one of True Detective? I know you know that. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Who cares? So Definitely an older version of me. Yeah.